making a sales call yesterday on Terrible General, and they brought up the, uh, the idea of the kit because I wanted a PG Health System banner. And, well, we can get a kit. I guaranteed of a kit. Let's do it. Terrible so, uh, General's got us covered. Uh, we have Lady in the Seas right next to us in case we need immediate help. Terrible General Health Systems is there. To me, it's just a great team that we've got together. No doubt about that. It looks a little bit of a spoiler. You're going to get your home team starting lineup brought to you by Lady in the Sea when the broadcast starts. But if you're listening right now, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, I'm going to give it to you early. Coach Chandler Guitros gave me his starting lineup this morning for the Tarpons today. Kitchen will be due Sheremy. Josh Pierce will be, um, and also Duke off. Batting second, the shortstop, Josh Pierce. Batting third, the center fielder, Jonah Colley. Batting cleanup, the third baseman, Jacob Purell. Batting fifth, the left fielder, Wes Alamal. Batting sixth, the designated hitter, Darren Duce. Batting seventh, the first baseman, Matt Lee. Batting eighth, the catcher, Hunter Conley. And batting ninth, the second baseman, Ben Martin. The usual nine. It's not any surprises at all. Coach Guitro's got a winning formula. Roll with it. He's going with Jeremy on the mound in game one. Deuce did not see South Carabone earlier in the season. The Carpenters saw through Pierce and Duce at them. Jeremy gets his first crack at the Gators, and he's been excellent down the stretch. So what can we expect from the Gators? Who's going to be on the mound, do you think? Ah, that's a tough one. They've been using Chandler Arsenault. No, not Chandler. Christian Arsenault. Um... But he's thrown a lot. He threw Tuesday in the opening round. He threw like, Friday or Saturday in the second round. And now with the series moved up, that would be three starts in like 10 days. That's hard to do. So he's their top guy. I don't know if we'll see him today. Offensively, it's going to be uh, Petrie, Shea Petrie, Jackson, Martin. Uh, they've got weapons all over the diamond. The Tarquins are going to have to uh, try to get outs early in innings. If not, the Gators are going to look to run and you know, try to create some offense. They did it the first go-around. It's going to be a big challenge to do Well, you know, what's crazy is we have connections. The broadcast team, obviously, uh, uh, Coach Kale is going to help. Uh, you're doing our play-by-play. Saturday, we're going to do Sports Corner uh, from the ballpark with Stan Grabo, a former South Carolina coach. Yep. Several general health systems for uh, community sports institute uh, director, I guess, and and we have Mark Orton, one of the assistant coaches, who is from South Lafourche High School, a graduate of South Lafourche High School, but a coach for the Gators team, and uh, almost family playing against family. So, yeah, and look, uh, um, there's a Champagne fella, I forget the first name, that throws from South Terrebonne. He's a starting pitch from South Terrebonne. We get to the far uh, for the game out in Palma earlier this season. Skip Gidrick comes up to me in the radio table and says, hey, you know that pitch from South Terrebonne? I was like, yeah, Champagne, yeah, what about him? No, that's your cousin. I was going through my family lineage and like, yeah, sure enough, he is my little cousin. Wow. So there are families on both sides. and. And Stan and I talk about this on Saturday all the time, is that there are so much similarities between these two schools. South Lafourche has the loyal down the bayou in Lafourche following. South Terrebonne has the loyal down the bayou in Terrebonne following. They're community schools, community schools that both have a little chip on their shoulder because they feel like they're not recognized like the big city schools. 
there's so much similarity there between the two products. I, I, I just love it, and, and I think the, the product, the finished product this weekend, we are going to have a winner going to Sulphur, and we're going to have a winner staying home. You know, yeah. it, it, I, I think two teams are, are that close. I, I, I know uh, the Tarp and Bloom have been hitting the ball and pitching well and playing well, but South Terrebonne stumbled out the starting game, but guess what? They're in it. So, you know, like I told Stan yesterday, South Terrebonne has to feel like they're playing with Houseman. Absolutely. And going up to Neville, beating the number two seeded team in the state, and beating them. Yeah, two games. It, it had to be a great feeling. And so, I mean, they have nothing to lose. You know, they're going to lose a trip to Sulphur if they don't win, but they were there last year, but they have that little experience edge over the Tarpons, but the Tarpons have victories under their belt against the Gators, but the Tarpons are going to have to play Tarpon baseball for this. I thought it was so apropos as Coach Guitro shared a Facebook post that he made September 12, 2021. This was the day he got back from uh, Hurricane Ida. 2021. Last year, as he's returning home from Texas from Hurricane Ida, he said, and to the Tarpon Nation, you can bet your butt we will be playing baseball February 22. We haven't been allowed on our field, and we don't know what it will look like. But if you think the word no is in the vocabulary of myself, our coaches, or our kids, you don't know us at all, and we don't want you in our lives. Whatever it takes, we will finish, and these young men, both these young men have started, and we will be a beacon of a light for this community. He said that in September. Wow, exactly what it ended up happening. The light is flashing. Yeah, no doubt about that. So it can be very emotional for both teams. But we've got a whole lot of other baseball that we've got to talk about, too. Assumptions will be taking on Lakeshore just up the road. That series will be starting today as well. A lot of these teams move their games up to try to beat the weather. That series starts today at 4 o'clock. CCA has an opportunity to punch their ticket to the semifinals today, but they're playing a doubleheader today. Games 1 and 2 are tonight, 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock. They're taking on Central Catholic of Morgan City. And this is at... Uh, big Joe, yes. absolutely. The Lions are at home because the, the, the Eagles got the big upset win. Vanderbilt, let's see if Vanderbilt has moved their series. Last I heard, they had not. Vanderbilt will still try to play tomorrow. They're taking on St. Michael, the Archangel. I think the Terriers will be able to get that in. The rain's supposed to be in the morning. By 6 o'clock, it should be clear. Um, so Vanderbilt will be taking on St. Michael for a Friday, Saturday doubleheader. But the other local series, which are the Dolphins and Gators, Dumpton and Lakeshore and CCA and Central Catholic are all opening their series tonight. So we've got a lot of baseball on tomorrow's show that we'll be able to recap some results. You know, there's been, I think, a little too much talk of either the Tarpons or the Gators are going to be facing a subject in the semifinals in Selfridge. <laughs> A, uh, assumption has to be a yeah, good Lakeshore program, a very good Lakeshore. Coach Rab, I, I, I want to I give his props because he coached, he's part of that, that group uh, of coaches that, that built a winning program. Obviously, he went to Jennings, came to South Lafayette for two teams, two teams. And, and look, Bless his heart, wherever he's at, upstairs. But 
the coach while he was on there. Coached well, wanted a good facility for the players. They, they, they responded. We built a nice facility. Coach Guitros learned a lot. And he was, he was a good coach to start with, don't, don't get me wrong. But he absorbed a lot, and, and, and that was our goal as being part of the selection committee way back when. Perhaps someone that could teach our, our assistants. And and I think uh, Chandler is, a, is a, to me, a prime example of that. And not that his coaching style changed, but they have kept and improved the facility. And they have, I, I think that the, the team has bought in to Chandler Geekson. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I know they have. And just the way they the, the discipline, the way they respond, the way they practice, the way they play. And with his assistant coaches, we, we have to be a winning formula. Similar to South Terrible, Coach Farmer. He's got his two, two assistants. And he had some, some, some good ball players. But if you don't get them to play together, you can't win. Yeah. And, and, but they showed they could do it, and they almost did it last year. So one of these two teams I'm predicting, and I'm going on the shopping block with this one, I am predicting that one of these two teams will be playing in the finals of the Very state championship. Very nice. That semifinal game for whoever wins this series between the Dark and Lincoln will be next Thursday at 2 o'clock out in the Murray Park in Sulphur, Louisiana. We are, as we said earlier in the week, we're pot committed. We'll be out there regardless of the winner. And then the championship will be Saturday at 2 o'clock out in Sulphur, Louisiana. So we certainly hope this is local. You know, I want to wear blue in Sulphur, but if the Gators make it, I, I my, my challenge to, to I can hit the stand as, as a, a project for him, but I gotta have, I have to have, let me say it right, I have to have a, a green shirt if the Terrible, uh, South Terrible Gators make it. But I'm wearing blue or I'm wearing green next week. Very good. So look, let's do this. We're live here at El Paso. It is Cinco de Mayo. We're gonna catch our first commercial break. When we get back, we don't want to forget about the Central Hoos Trojans, who are just down the road. We'll have their boys basketball coach, Coach Henry Latin, on the line. The Trojans had a very young team last year. sure you hear it? returned pretty much yeah. all of the okay, well. from last season, and they finished the year strong. So we'll have Coach Latin in the next segment. It's play-by-play here on TAP. We'll be right back after this. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. First, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting us to help serve you in these trying times of post-storm recovery, and thank you for your patience during our expansions. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. 
pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Meet our cedar beaters now. Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Welcome back to Play My Play Live here from El, Mac- El Paso, Mexico. My bad. Casey Jitzler here with Truck Jitzler. We go to the phone lines now for our first calling guest of the show. That is Henry Latin with Central LaFouche High School. Ben's basketball coach, Coach Latin. Good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you doing this morning? Coach, it's an off-season, busy time for you all. What are some of the things y'all are working on to try to get better? Oh, right now it's our, our downtime, so we've been really hitting the books, honestly, hitting the books, uh, getting them in the, on a court, doing a lot of, you know, some basketball IQ. We watch these uh, NBA playoffs, and we watch the NCAAs, and we constantly chat with each other, talking about different situations and different things we see. We're doing things like that and hitting that week. Uh, I'm praying. I'm praying to my my good Lord for a group spurt with my boy. <laughs> Get a couple in this more time hearing Coach Latin. We're gonna maybe try to reestablish that connection here on play by play. I heard him saying something, but we were having a very difficult time hearing him. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're trying to talk with Coach Latin about his off season and some of the things they're trying to get accomplished. Uh, it was a very good season at the end of the year for the Trojans. They made things happen. Uh, with a very useful team. Uh, they've got a lot of those players back, and a lot of returnees usually means success in the next season. So, uh, Coach, uh, we, we, we had a hard time hearing you, man. Are you still with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, you, you got a, a lot of experience coming back, a lot of guys that are trying to make some things happen in the next season, talk about the importance of summer basketball. I, I, I can hang up and call you back. If you'd like to make a call, uh, issues out here is pretty noisy with a birthday celebration next to us, but but he's given us the best signal possible, and uh, apparently it's uh, a little too noisy. But I do have a, a, a way to do it if uh, you take over. I'll uh, make sure that he's going Yeah, we'll, we'll try to make uh, We were trying to connect with Chris Lack, and we couldn't hear him very well. But anyway, let's do this. Let's continue to uh, to recap some of the things that are going to be going on this weekend. We told you in the first segment of the show about South Louis taking on South Carabone this coming weekend. That will be a Thursday-Saturday doubleheader. We got Assumption taking on Lakeshore, right? And the truck talked about this. The, the assumption, pun intended, is that Assumption is going to beat Lakeshore. I don't know. 
they're going to have to earn it. You know, Lakeshore is a team that okay, he's has victories over Pearl River. They've got victories over a lot of the top teams. We're going to try one more time with Coach Lang. Coach, can you hear us? Yeah, I, I, can, I can hear you guys faint, but I can hear you. All right, Coach. Uh, yeah, we were, we were trying to talk with you about your off-season plans and your summer goals and everything, and we start with such a young team coming back, man. Yeah, we're, we're just... Uh, in, in, you know, doing a lot of off-season, we're doing some shooting, shooting drills, and a lot of uh, weightlifting, weightlifting, cardio, implied methods, and uh, just hoping, hoping my guys grow a little bit this off-season. That's what I'm waiting. I'm waiting on that growth person to hit the guy. Yeah. Right. Sorry, coach. Uh, we're, we're we're having the. Uh, uh, Technical issues. I guess we're gonna have to bypass our, our, our coaches here a few days. Okay, yeah, we apologize. But Sorry about that. Right, no problem at all. Let him know. Yeah, we we're gonna have to figure that part out. This is the last time we tried it. Cinco de Mayo. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe Sipta Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum. back here uh, we're having some issues uh, yeah we were talking about the assumption in Lakeshore series and how it's not going to be a foregone conclusion that uh, assumption is going to beat Lakeshore because Lakeshore has got a very talented team they've got right. victories over Pontchartula they've beaten Ronville they've beaten Jesuit Fountain Blue Dunham like these are all big time wins they beat St. Charles Catholic on the season so that's going to be a tough series, and I didn't realize this until Coach Petros is the one who actually pointed this out to me. The team that knocked Assumption out of the playoffs last year was Lakeshore. That'll be a rematch oh, of a quarterfinals matchup from last year, so Mustangs will be hungry for revenge. I know this about Assumption, though. They've got a lot of forms they can throw at you, and their offense is one to nine. They're excellent. They're nine hole hitters. This is their one hole hitter. They put so much press on offensively. And it's going to be a big challenge to the Lakeshore pitching staff today. And, and, and again, uh, a great program going up against a great program. So nobody's got to got to walk in. Everybody's going to have to earn their way to the next level. And uh, I, I think with the, the Lakeshore program coming in, knocking off assumptions, they're they're going to feel like they're the aggressor. And uh, assumption may feel like they're the hunted because they know they have to overcome this big obstacle that's in the way, and that's the Lakeshore baseball. You know what's so interesting, and I'm sure it's not like this in West Louisiana, but here in the Bayou, it feels like we spend so much time talking about all right, well, you got the Parkins, you got the Gators, you got the Mustangs. In Florida, the defending state champion is still alive, and they're the number one seed, and they don't really get talked about. North Vermillion is still very much in play here. They won it all last year. They got through their first best of three series, beating Eunice 10 to 1 and then 5 to 3. They're taking on Rain in the next round. Rain beat Tioga in the second round. So I know this if you could beat Tioga two out of three, that's pretty good work. So North Vermillion will play a Friday, Saturday doubleheader with Rain. That'll be a very interesting matchup. Um, Coach LeBlanc, who's 
from down the body. The coaches at North Vermillion said, hey, man, we're pretty good. We're going to be tough to beat. So he gave a good scouting report for his team. They've been stellar all year long. They're the team everybody's chasing for. You know, the corridor uh, from, from UI Bury all the way to Karen Crow, and, and now to the west going to the rain, you, you've always had some great football teams, some great basketball players, and obviously some great uh, baseball programs. And, and I really think uh, North Pavilion, uh, I'm not, you know, they're, they're not like a private school, so I, I'm sure their school district, it, it, it's a community of, of millennials that have moved in and uh, don't know exactly where the school's at uh, physically, North Pavilion, but there's a corridor of the Youngsville, Broussard, uh, uh, Abbeville area, the outskirts of Lafayette. Yeah. And, and obviously, you're getting some, some quality families out there, and, and some, some kids that have, have been working out, you know, they, they're well prepared. They're well groomed purposefully. Yeah, I agree with that. In, the, in Division Two. We talked earlier in the week, okay, Vanderbilt's number three, they're playing number 11, St. Michael. Stan mentioned this in his interview Tuesday, and I think he's exactly right, I agree with him. St. Michael is a very good number 11 seed. They swept the banjo in the opening round, that's not easy to do. They have a watered-down record because they played a brutal schedule, but they've got big victories over Cecilia, they beat John Curtis, not Curtis, one of the best they beat Parkview Baptist, they beat Clackham in 14 to nothing. They beat Liberty. So this is going to be a test for Vanderbilt. Despite what the bracket may indicate off, Vanderbilt's going to win even. Nah, bro. This is going to be a tough series for the Terriers. They're at home, which is going to be a big help. But St. Michael is a very prominent 11 seed that has been losing games because they've been playing perfectly. Plays, tough schedules, getting your team ready, just like in football. If you play a light schedule, then you hit conference play or different play, you can get hammered. You play a tough schedule, you're entering district with a losing uh, uh, record, and all of a sudden you win your district with your, your, your battle tested. And yeah. that, I think that's what's happening. So, one thing I want to ask you about, and we touched on it briefly, is HL Bourgeois announced uh, yesterday that they're going to hire Sterling Washington to be their football coach. No big surprise there. Uh, Sterling Washington uh, was the interim coach last year and did an outstanding job. Now, what is a little bit of a surprise is that Coach Chip Didier is going to be their new volleyball coach. Coach Didier has been coaching in this area for 33 years. He retired in 2009, so that's 12 years ago, 13 years ago now. And he's coming out of retirement at 72 years old to take over an HL Bourgeois program that he coached from 84 to 92 and had big success over there. Interesting decision, but they're getting a literal legend to come out of retirement. This is a multi-time state champion. Kudos to Coach Kiowa and his staff. He's won over eight hundred games. Seventy-two years young. Young, yes. I, I am seventy-four, and I, I I think I still have a lot of game left in me. And and I, I see where coaching is in his blood. And I, I can see where a comeback is, is, you know, it's nothing. He can do it. 
and 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 coach, I mean, you know, you're you're not running up and down the field. You're not on the volleyball court, uh, jumping up and down and spiking and what have you. But in a coaching position, you never do. And people can learn from the best. And with his experience that he brings to the table, alone, it can be a contender right away. Yeah, no doubt. Buddy's telling us it's time for a break, so let's take one right here. You're listening to Play by Play. We're live from El Paso. It's Cinco de Mayo. We're having a good time, and we hope the same for you all as well. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. You may think every weather app is the same, until you see WeatherBug over-deliver on so many layers. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug warns you the moment lightning strikes near you, prepares you for your commute with road conditions, routes, and even cameras. With everything from pollen and air quality to severe storm risks, radar, and satellite coverage, WeatherBug prepares you for the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app, trusted by over 10 million users, today for free. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. Welcome back to Play by Play here on this Cinco de Mayo. It is May the 5th. We're having a good time here at El Paso Mexican Grill out in Race 24560 Highway 1, Suite 3A, Race 1, Louisiana. Louisiana, two-for-one margaritas, and all of the finest in Mexican cuisine. You can get some of my favorites, which are the pork uh, nachos, the queso nachos. There's so much here to choose from, and we're looking forward to continuing to spend some good time here for the next hour or so talking some sports and eating some wonderful Mexican food with some wonderful people. The restaurant's pretty full. People are taking advantage of their Cinco de Mayo cuisine. We've got talking baseball today at 6 o'clock down the bayou in Galliano. That game was moved up 24 hours because of weather. We will be live, Coach and I, at oh, about 5.45 or so to, uh, to cover every step of that action between the Tarpons and the Gators. We've got Major League Baseball that we can talk about as well. The NFL draft has just happened to Ron Matthews, now New Orleans Saints. We'll talk about that. So we've got all kinds of things that we could recap and break down. But, Truck, one of the things that you and I were talking about privately off the air is that, you know, Teron Matthew broke the NFL website today. Said the Saints are trying to release some Honey Badger jerseys um, for, for public consumption. And uh, 
Dan's having a hard time. Yeah, it got consumed. The website broke, so I think that that's a good sign that New Orleans fans are pretty happy with the move is that there's more demand than there is supply right now. Well, it's, it's a big step for the Saints, and it's one of the first steps. We've had LSU players before side by the Saints, but to me, Tyrant Matthews, with, with what he accomplished in college and what, what he's doing, what he did with the Chiefs, uh, it's nothing but great things, you know, for, for the Saints. Yeah, no doubt about that. I'm going to bow out, and I'm going to let uh, one of the El Paso managers get on the horn sure. with you. And Absolutely. they'll talk about Tickles and Mayo. Let's do this. We've got one of our folks here at uh, El Paso. My friend, what, what's your name? Gilberto. Okay, nice, man. Uh, it's a big day, Cinco de Mayo. Folks are coming out and, and, and passing a good time. What are some of the specials today that you guys are off? All right, so for today we have uh, $2 beers, any beers all day, the food. And uh, we have two food margaritas all day as well. And $2 shots for uh, $1,800 and Jose Cruz. If I had to guess, you guys are expecting a large crowd tonight. Think of the Maya people coming in. Yes, sir. Okay, very good, man. Uh, two for one, Marguerite. That's one heck of a deal, man. Yes, sir. That's one heck of a deal. What is it that makes you guys Marguerite so good? Uh, we make them every day. Okay, you made, made the rest. Okay. Um, how long have you guys been in this location that you were telling us earlier? Uh, we opened in 2012. Very nice. And, and post-storm, you guys made out okay? Everything was all right? Uh, yeah, we had to uh, shut the inside down for a little while, but we came back. Yeah, look, this is a great place to watch a ball. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, look, the next time my 76ers play, I may have to come over here and catch the game. You guys got a bunch of TVs. And yeah, we just added uh, four more TVs. Okay. Very good. Look, I'm looking at the menu here, and then after we get off the air, I, I'm going to get something to eat. Where, where are some of your recommendations? Where are some things I should consider? All right, so the most popular things that we sell that everybody likes is the tortillas, the taco salad. Uh, chimichangas, uh, one thing that I do like is ribeye, it's, uh, that's very good in the burger. Okay, very good, dude, and look, I gotta tell you, and I talked about it earlier in the show, is that, um, I could eat here just this, the chips and the salsa, and it's like, these are addictive. What, what is it about these things? What are you, what are you guys doing to these things? I can't put them down. <laughs> Okay, very good. Very good. One more time, run through the drink special, my friend. All right, so two four margaritas, only house, blue, strawberry, and mango, all things, food, all the beers, any beers, and all the shots for 1800 Thank you so much for having us, my friend. Thank you. Yep. Having a great time here at El Paso Mexican Grill uh, truck. Yes. Uh, you've got my mouth watering, my friend. <laughs> Just uh, rattling off all the specials. I, I don't know if I'm going back to the station after this, but nope, we got a ball game. We got covered. So. That's it, right? And not a good day for two for one for us. We have two ball games for one on Saturday, maybe. <laughs> well, we, we don't want to see two ball games. We, we hope well, well, one. It depends who wins yeah. tonight if we want to see two ball games or not. Right. <laughs> but it, 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 it's all great. You know, El Paso, Cinco de Bayo, and then obviously we have baseball tonight. And what a way to celebrate uh, uh, Hispanic uh, uh, great day annual uh, celebration to me is 
almost like their Christmas, in a sense, but not Christmas. But yeah, yeah, I know. Their, their big birthday, in a sense, uh, Cinco de Mayo, and uh, what a way to do it. Great uh, Hispanic Mexican view. Finish it off with a great baseball tonight. My buddy tells me we've got Cincinnati to push football coach Darren Moore on the line. I'm not altogether optimistic this is going to work, but we'll give it a shot. Coach Moore, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Good afternoon, guys. How y'all doing? Good, actually. We hear you pretty well. Coach, uh, we're here uh, hanging out out in Raceland. We figured it'd be a good day to have you on. Uh, Trojan football is about to start their spring. How have things been going in the offseason, buddy? Uh, things are going, um, things are going as about, as, about as planned. You know, uh, just trying to grow numbers right now. we got the numbers uh, for, I guess, our upcoming sophomore to senior class, around 42. Still trying to find coaches and, and hire coaches and uh, get guys in there. We started spring football last week, uh, with, and then we had uh, we got four practices this week, and we'll finish up with four practices next week with the spring game uh, against Shaw. Coach, uh, talk about the challenge of finding coaches, because I was talking to Coach Pop a couple weeks ago, and he said you guys are not just short, you guys are way short, and that's across the whole athletic department. What is it that's so difficult about finding folks that want to go to Matthews, man? Uh, you know, that, that's a great question. I, you know, I really I really wish I knew the answer to it, because, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're way short of uh, speaking of, I mean, like, just when I was a a 1A coach, I had more coaches on my staff with the 1A team than what I have now. And so, I mean, and, that, and just trying to, it's not from a lack of trying to get guys in here. We, uh, we're, you know, we're calling guys, we're calling coaches. Um, I mean, I've, I've put out uh, feeders to Nichols and Southeastern and UL and LSU to see if anybody in the education department that, that want to coach football you know, if they want to give me, if they want to give me a call, and and just haven't received a whole lot of uh, responses back, so um, not sure what the big, what the what the issue is, and um, you know, right now we're just taking, you know, as a program wise, we got to take it as a day at a time, and and continue to grow and continue to try to get better. Well, coach, if if, if I'm a, a college graduate and I may have been an assistant somewhere. Central Cruz really gives an opportunity for someone to, to latch on to a 5A school and, and, and rebuild some of the programs like of the back. I mean, the Trojans were always a good football team. And, and you know, things have gone down a bit, but, it, it, you know, rebuilding all the programs is it, it, going to be a big challenge. But if I'm a young man or young uh, lady, Looking to advance in coaching, Central High School gives a great opportunity right now. Yeah, I mean it's a great opportunity. It's a great administration. Uh, I love the faculty here. I mean, I mean, I just started here in March or very late February. Uh, I mean, and if I was if I was a graduating um, senior out of college and wanted to get my foot in the door, I mean, why not try to get into a five-day football program in a very tough league? That's going to get you uh, a lot of exposure and a lot of experience very quickly. Um, even like if I was at a small 1A school right now and I wanted to, to jump up into a 5A, uh, 5A league, I would still try to make that jump. Um, you know, and like I said, it, you know, we're, we're trying to find, find those guys, we're trying to find those teaching spots for them, and, and uh, you know, hopefully we can get it done um, before fall. Uh, you know, because right now it's, it's, been, it's been really tough on uh, – 
just having, you know, really having five assistant coaches and myself out there with uh, with these 40 guys that are that are here. Coach, what's the morale and the mood like of the team? This is a group that hasn't won a game in a couple of seasons, but from what I understand, with talking to some of the kids who play, um, the spirits are up, and then the kids are pretty optimistic with the movement like around practice. No, I mean, we, we try to, uh, you know, we start off every day. We want to uh, attack everything we do. You know, I tell them, um, you know, it's a great day to be a Trojan like it is today. And, you know, ma no, matter what the, no matter what the situation is, we're going to rise to the occasion. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and we're going to try to uh, we're gonna try to make the best of it. We're going to control what we can control. A lot of things out of our control right now, but what we can't control, we can control our efforts. We can control our, our mindset and, and our learning curve and our learning ability. I felt like we have flown around at practice um, the last two weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Um, you know, we got a long way to go, especially if we want to compete at this league. And um, and uh, but we got to take each day at a time and win the day that we have to, you know, that we have in front of us. So you know, today we're going to try to go out there and be better than we were yesterday. And so um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about next week and getting to play against Shaw and my old uh, my old head coach and and. Um, you know, and getting to see them and that whole staff, and and really give us a good uh, a good test before going into summer. Very good, well, look, Coach. Thanks so much for the time, man. And we'll chat again soon, okay, buddy? All right. Thank you so much, guys. Y'all have a good one. That was Darren Moore. We were kind of sort of able to get the gist of what he was saying. We're still having a little bit of a hard time here, but you know, it sounds like he's. Right. Trying to get the numbers up, trying to get the coaches and everything ready to go. And uh, they've got an uphill challenge, but I tell you this, uh, Coach Moore is a bright dude, and I think he's going to do an excellent job here. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can get uh, what he was saying. They're needing a, a whole bunch of assistant coaches. And, and my comments were that if I'm a young assistant somewhere, and, and what, what a great challenge to go to a 5A school have an opportunity that's probably four to five years earlier that would come to me sooner than, than, than having to pay uh, uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears at a smaller school for several years before moving up. Now you have the opportunity to step in as an assistant and prove yourself and, and obviously not move on. Be a Trojan coach and, and build that program and rebuild it. And make winners out of out you know, They've got a real challenge. And I was talking with Coach Pop and uh, Shelly Vedros, their athletic director. We tried to have on today, uh, but they're giving out uh, standardized tests today, so it was a little bit difficult to line up with Central Pusquet. Um, but Coach Vedros was saying, they're down coaches across the entire athletic department, and they are in need of something like 13 or 14 assistant coaches across the entire department. Um, I don't know why that is. It's a great school. There's a lot of support. As Coach Moore was saying, great administration. You know, the pay in LaFouche isn't as good as some of the other characters. I get that, but just kind of a unique situation, man. They're in a unique spot because you don't see that big of a deficit for some of the other students. But, you know, if, if, if I'm a young coach and I'm in Alexandria, I'm in Monroe or Shreveport, and I see these openings all over the state, and I'm willing to travel and, and relocate, I'm a little hesitant because of Hurricane Zeta, 
Hurricane Ida. That's a good point. Especially Ida devastating the area and housing is an issue. Uh, you know, finding good housing is an issue and that might be uh, the starting to someone willing to relocate and, and you know, start a new life in, in uh, Sochi. It's a tough decision that come to this area, South Lafourche, Central Lafourche, uh, South Caramel. You know, it's like you guys just got destroyed. And we're rebuilding the homes, the community, the school, the sports programs. It may be too much for a young person at this time. Yeah, that's a good point. So let's, let's go ahead and take a first break. We're at El Paso Mexican Grill. When we get back, we're going to continue our conversation about the New Orleans Saints. Chuck and I rocking out on Cinco de Mayo out here in El Paso, Mexico. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. 3T Oil Change is an efficient quick loop service that offers oil changes for gas and diesel engines, brake tags, tire sales and services, engine and cabin air filters, bulb replacement and wiper blades with the convenience of a drive through No appointment necessary. 3T Oil Change on Main Street and Cutoff. Call 798-7401. Proud supporter of South LaFouche Sports. 3T Oil Change says, Go Tarpons! Welcome back to play-by-play here on the Cinco de Mayo. We're at El Paso Mexican Grill in Raceland, having a good time. We've got about another 45 or so minutes to spend with you all. Take the player with the truck just player. Um, they, they were about to give us CPR. I was choking <laughs> when I heard the 3G all change commercial. I'm going, oh, my God, you're, you're two in the hole right now. All right. Any ball that hit over the fence. I'm going to make good this this first home run by Jonah Colley. Questionable on an error. The triple with an error gave him the technical home run, I guess. But he qualifies for the all-change from Coastal Broadcasting and 3T all-change. Yeah, 
and uh, my, my second hitter, Hunter Conley. Hunter Conley. That's the one who he, he's okay. got a animal. Yeah, so he broke the truck. Ooh, or, yeah, it's a home run. I, I have to pay for all James, but who's going to pay for the skins on my door? <laughs> so anyway, the the challenge continues this week, and I, I'm going to go out on on, on, a, on a limb, and it's got to go over the table. Okay. And what we're going to do, and my daughters are going to kill me. Oh, I'm very quickly turn down the volume. I want to help 3 all change expand their coverage and for any home run hit over the fence from either team. Oh! This is going to be a 3 all change from Coastal Broadcasting, the company that went bankrupt because of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, you know, if you're looking... Uh, Logan Mallard, the slugger for South Terrebonne. Jackson Martin broke the school record for home runs. What? Wait a minute. You're telling me this now? I, I didn't know the plans beforehand. Holy cow. And you may be you may be coming out of pocket for a few more. Oh, my God. You were good. It's going to be a long weekend for me. <laughs> if y'all see someone, an old man, <laughs> old man now, 74-year-old guy. I was about to say, when we need sympathy, it's 74 years old. When we're talking about how, how uh, 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 limber we are, 74 years young. That's interesting. Yes. <laughs> it switches quick. But anyway, let's see some home runs. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'd love to see some music team, but more blue home runs than green. But... Let's, let's see some great baseball, and, and, and it all starts in just a few hours. And I, I, I actually got the weather right now, thinking about it. Yeah, I know, I agree. It's going to be an exciting game. I hope that the crowd all got wind of the change of the date. I think they did. Uh, I think there's going to be a large crowd out there. There's going to be a ton of, oh, I just got a text. Wind is blowing dead out. Truck is going to be in a bind. Holy cow. <laughs> Now I gotta renegotiate with Reese all because I need the cheapest recycled oil you have. Yeah, and let's lower the price on that, please. <laughs> so, um, one tell story. But the LHSA they tracked me this, this weekend, and we've got a young lady from Central who's Kiana Gabriel. We've got a shot to win multiple gold medals. She's an excellent triple jumper. She owns the indoor Louisiana record for triple jumping. She is trying to break the outdoor triple jumping record this weekend. She's going to be in contention in the long jump. She's qualified for the 100. She's qualified for the 4 by 100. She's got a chance to be on the medal podium four times this weekend. Um, which reminds me of a time that I was covering the state track meet in Baton Rouge, about 2011, 2012. And there was this little fellow from South Beach by the name of Rusty Moore who won the long jump in the triple jump championship. And the guy who finished second at that meet was a fellow from St. Augustine who was not happy that he lost. That was a fellow by the name of Jerron Matthew. Oh, so wow. Rusty will forever be able to say that he beat Jerron Matthew in the in the state track meet. Jerron Matthew now is coming back home playing for New Orleans. We talked about this a little bit in the last segment. I don't know what ball is still left in the tank there. He's, he's not really that old, but he was kind of slowing down a touch in Kansas City. But I think leadership-wise, it's going to be huge for him to get back and replace kind of what Malcolm Jenkins was doing, keeping everybody together. 
I think this is a great move for New Orleans. You know, Malcolm Jenkins did his thing, but I think with Terrence Matthews, the, the everybody knows the, the guy. You know what what he's bringing to the table, his experience. Uh, he's, he's won the big ring uh, a couple of times, right? Yeah. And and look, the reputation of being a great uh, defensive guy. It's really, really going to step up everybody else's game. I, I you know, one of the things that I want to do over the summer is with less high school sports. I've already said I want to tell stories of some of the things that happened in the past. I would love to have Rusty on because Rusty tells the story of that state track team so well. And um, one of the things that I like about Teron is that, okay, he's an LSU guy, got kicked out of LSU, right? Didn't end well. But instead of being bitter about it, he has now grown up and accepted the responsibility of, hey, I was a dummy. I did bad things that I shouldn't have done. That was on me. And he's given back millions and millions of dollars to the university. He says if not for LSU, he would be in prison today. He needed to go to LSU to grow up. And I think that it's awesome when a person makes mistakes and accepts responsibility. That, 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 that is awesome for, for, for him to show up and, and say that and admit that. Uh, we, we all know the history behind it. And it, it goes to show you, you can become very productive. Put that behind in the past, you know, due to crime, you'll have to do your time. But uh, he did his time. He had to get out of football. But yet he was able to, to get back in, clean up his act, and look at the productive person he is today. That, that's awesome. Yeah, no doubt about that. Now, now we're talking back just to the young lady that triple jump, the long jump, and the, the sprint. Measuring, being uh, running, uh, helping out with uh, my grandson, Coach Gallagher, at Southeast High School, doing the parish track meet. I was just blown away. Uh, I was in charge of triple jump and the long jump. But these young men and women, they, they weren't the biggest. They were, they were, some of them were short, some of them were tall, but they were fast. The speed, that approach for the triple jump is all about speed. And obviously hitting the, the, the board at the right spot. But just the sheer speed and being able to hop skip and you could tell the difference in a, in a young person that wasn't that fast, a little stockier, you knew they were only going to jump with a certain speed. But here comes these speed demons. They're running, I mean, they're, they're running like 70 yards before they get to the board. And they're at top speed. And yeah. they hit that board, they're flying in the air. And they're getting 38, 39 feet. I can about imagine what they're doing at the state. Gianna's record setting jump at the indoors for triple is 40 feet, 6.75 inches. That's be every boy that yeah. jumps over here uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's just a ridiculous talent because she has recently announced her collegiate choice. She's going to be going to TCU. She had offers from Mississippi State, Auburn, and programs all over the place. She's going off to TCU. And uh, she said, hey, man, I want to get on that medical board. And I got to do that. Essential product? Yeah, essential she is uh, a great kid, wonderful kid. Uh, she was the homecoming queen. She's that type of student. Right. Great. Well, look, 
essential food. You know, we're, we're not talking about jibido, we're not talking about salad food, we're talking about essential food. So no matter what high school you throw, if you have the talent, you can do it. And, and speaking of LaFouche Paris talent, we had this a couple days ago, a fella from Thibodeau is one step away from qualifying for the U.S. Open in golf, which is unbelievable. Nicholas Arsenal, who's currently an LSU golfer, he's a Thibodeau native, he's not affiliated with any local high school because he was homeschooled, but he advanced through regional qualifying with a 270 at Bayou the Sud. The Sark Country Club in Monroe. So he is now one step away from qualifying for the U.S. Open, like the big tournament that Tiger Woods will be playing in. Nicholas Arsenal from Chibita, Louisiana, an LSU club golfer, is one step away from qualifying for that. That's unbelievable. And what's, what's been the latest with the Sharpen uh, golf team? Yes. Uh, yes. So it's B.J. Young, uh, football coach, is the golf coach, and they had a heck of a pre uh, I should say, or a heck of a, what, undefeated season till the district. And I, I don't know how, how it goes in, in, in uh, golf, but uh, their first four or five uh, uh, matches, they, they won them all. So how are they they finished, actually, that's a great question. They, they finished the state meet or state tournament yesterday, and they finished six in Division II. Six in Division II. Uh, a couple strokes behind them with D.D. White who finished seventh. Let's shout out some of those young men. Gabe Savoy for South LaFouche shot a two-day score of 157. Jude LaBeouf shot a two-day score of 159. Patrick Gisler, 185, and Cullen LeBlanc, 204. And then for E.D. White, uh, Bo Wanko, two-day score of 170. Luke Poincott shot a two-day score of 169. Jensen Mellison, 175. And Connor Juno, 194. I can compete with these guys. I mean, no, you can't. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I do in one day. <laughs> I, I do those numbers in one day. They, they, well, they, yeah, in that, in that oh, day. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the coach, DJ Young, is, is so excited because he's got, while well, he's got some upper classes, he's got some underclassmen who could really play. Uh, so those are some long days for Coach Young, man. He's wrapping up golf, not diving head first next week. They start spring football. It's just crazy how cyclical it is. We're going to get out of baseball in the coming days and then jump head first into spring football. Right. I've been taking long range and uh, short and long range plan and what's going to happen to play by play when, when baseball is over with that did until football but it's like dude oh no it continues year round there's always something to, to talk about we didn't even touch fishing rodeos we had the blue boot uh, we had Darby in the office uh, this morning uh, uh Redoing a, a commercial that he cut, but uh, the, the Blue Boot coming up in July, which is going to be one, one of the uh, rodeos we're going to cover. But uh, Blue Boot Rodeo, what, what, real quick sidetrack, but what, what a, a, a great uh, purpose to this rodeo. Yeah. Uh, you know, they lost the son way back, and the little four year old, a three year old, always wore. Blue surface boots, from what I understand. So that's how the Blue Boot Rodeo came about. But it's all about uh, prevention uh, of uh, water 
crowding and and promoting water safety and, and all the proceeds are, are really they, they have a board that they set up because this thing is mushroom is a, a, a great rodeo. It's a two day event, I think it's the seventy and eight seventy ninth of uh, July. I'll tell you this but uh, the blue boot, they, they have uh, life jackets uh, throughout the Grand Isle Beach area that they, they, they have posted or, or for emergency use. And, but if you enroll uh, a young person in the blue boot uh, life jacket, lifetime jacket uh, uh, program, if you, as you're outgrowing a life jacket, it'll give you, from what I understand, uh, a replacement jacket and it, it's, it's an ongoing program that that, that is off the blue group rodeo. July seventh, eighth, and ninth at the Grand Isle Marina in Carpenter Pavilion. And look, one thing that Darby and Nicole and Corey and all those folks are telling that we can never recognize them for it. They put those doggone life rings on the beach in Grand Isle. They have saved us at least thirty more lives. People that have been. Drowning, and you know they're fighting for life. Right. They've been on those rings and been able to be rescued. And last summer, at least four or five times, we got a report that we know of of that happening. How many times did it happen that we were? What do they call it? The rip current or whatever it is. The uh, you're fighting the current to get back to the beach when you should go with it. Uh, the undertow yeah. and all this stuff, and you know here's here's teaching you to keep away from this area. But those life rings that they have uh, set up uh, along the beach, like you said, uh, has and have saved countless lives. It is. We we hear the stories that make the pictures, but how many stories are not recorded that saved a life? You know, so. The Blue Bull Rodeo, if you, you, I think there's raffles and stuff that you, you can get. There's entertainment for three days. There's all sorts of carnival uh, tournaments. There's there's entertainment under the pavilion. And to me, if you don't have anything to do with either of those days, take a ride out there and, and support the Blue Bull Rodeo. Yeah, no doubt about that. But let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to continue the train rolling. We're talking some sports here at El Paso Mexican Grill. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. I don't know what's next. <laughs> My last gift. My last one. The wind's blowing out. Sometimes I'd rather when it's blowing in when we start trying to hit home runs and it's blowing out. That ain't good. I'm sorry, what, what, what did you say? No, I said the wind's blowing out. And I said sometimes, some games I'd rather when it's blowing in because we, we try to hit home runs when it's blowing out and we pop up. Try too much. Over the summer, 
its 25-year anniversary of Carson's 97-98 team. I'm going to get the lake and bow and get a lot of the call on it to tell some stories. Oh, God, yeah. Coach Buzzigard. Coach Buzzigard may also be the next principal of Solid Food. I don't know if you heard that. I, I heard, uh, I didn't know he was teaching. Yeah, oh yeah. He needs to. His wife got cancer. He needs insurance. He needs to, he needs to be there a while. His wife can be fighting for a long time. Uh, I hope there's a thing in fighting. Yeah. Successful. Dr. Darby and Leslie. I see him at every ball game. Does he have someone playing? Yeah, he's got a couple of balls. I mean, they don't play, but they don't want to be for the team. Okay. Sure, a couple ball. more. One more. That commercial gets the, the, the back laughing at the Oh, speaking of that, were, did you go outside at any point last night? Mm-hmm. These termites, it's gonna be bad tonight. It's gonna be real I'm bad. On the ground. At the park tonight, it's gonna be bad. It can't be as bad as it last year. They had to stop the game. Beautiful, playing the hearts here on Play by Play. Casey just there with Truck Just Clear. We're at El Paso. Mexican Grill out in Race. This Cinco de Mayo, two for one margarita, two dollar beer all day long. We're enjoying ourselves and we hope the same for you all. Truck, I, you know, we glad we just talked about that a second ago because um, folks down the body are going to be aware of this. And for our listening audience out at home in Berg and I may be making a trip for the game. There's this thing here in southeast Louisiana where for like a week or so, at night, the termites go crazy. They get in the lights and they get into your house and they do whatever. Last night there were a lot of reports on social media that that had started. It might be a very buggy game tonight at the park. So I've seen dozens of of, of dead brown flying objects. But uh, yeah, a type of termites, uh, I don't think you're going to find it out of the park, but last year we could see them outside the house and they find a way to get in and we had hundreds of them on the TV screen, we turned the lights off and it was crazy and this is, that was before the hurricane and now, this year, that time of year, like you said, it's only for a, a, a few days, but we had one ball game where the players, were, the opposite team, were having an awful time <laughs> in the outfield. It was Brobridge last year, I believe. Yeah, he threw his, one player threw his glove down in, in frustration, <laughs> like, I had enough of this. Tarpons were having a long inning, and, and yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, I hope. It's not that bad tonight for everybody's sake. Last year, you know, it was easy for Brian and I to sit in the press box and laugh at everybody. This year, we're not in a press box. We're outside. <laughs> we're in the elements. 
Well, I, I just hope that it does not become an issue in the game, you know, for the players, because you don't, you don't want a kid looking for a, a fly ball that didn't get get bugged. We need to get buzz off to uh, buzz off the whole field. Yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> be, that that would be a bad challenge. Speaking of that, our buzz-off singer of the game is always presented to be talking who is the pestiest to the opposing team's chance at victory. Hugh Sherman has won it this year. Josh Pierce has won it. Jonah Colley has won it. Wes Palomar has won it. Ben Martin. No, not Ben. Ben was a runner of Hunter Conley. Seven, eight guys have won this. I think Ben's going to get a chance later in the season. It's unbelievable the depth of the target depth that they present. They have so many guys that can win that award on any given night. So, uh, I was thinking it was the power hitter or whatever for, for football, but uh, Buzz off the stinger of the game. It, it doesn't always go to a guy that's hitting the ball. It's, it's, it's got, you know, a player's performance. That he stung the uh, the opponent. Whether it, I think Zeus wanted it, uh, it, it was a toss up. I think between Ben and and uh, uh, Zeus, but because Zeus pitched so well and had a couple of what two super whatever, and it, uh, he edged out. Uh, I think it was Ben uh, that night, but uh, the stinger of the game. We hope uh, it's a tough decision tonight. No doubt about that. Uh, let's talk a little bit of, of LSU football here, because I'm curious to see your thoughts on this. The Tigers are starting to recruit well. And that was one of the big things that everybody said, oh, you know, will Brian Kelly be able to root, uh, recruit Louisiana? He's never been here. Uh, they're starting to put some things together. I thought their spring game was pretty impressive. Um, and I don't know, man, like I was – I, I was kind of on board with Brian Kelly. Now I'm really big time on board. I think that he's going to do a good job. Obviously, we love, we love Joe Jojo and everything that he brought, but things just feel a little bit different, and, and it feels a little bit more workmanlike. And when you could combine that with some of the recruiting that they're doing, they've had a very positive spring, and I think that they're going to carry some of that momentum into the fall, no doubt. Yeah, Coach Oh, I, I, I feel is one of us, and and. Uh, we're, you know, we we hug, we shake hands, we're, we're good friends. Everybody's so tight, so close. But uh, Coach Kelly appears to be all business. Yeah. You know, no, no, uh, no, no. We're not going to do this. We're going to do it this way. Uh, extremely organized. And uh, Coach O had a, a discipline team, or you'd never won this as after championship. You know, if you didn't have a discipline team, if you were running wild, forget it. But I think Coach Kelly has regrouped, and, and I, I think bringing a different atmosphere to uh, Tiger Stadium now. He has to win. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The the, the seat is hot before he kicks off the first game. But again. You have to win, but not only do you have to win, you have to beat Alabama. That was the thing that was always looming. That you got to not just win, you say you got to beat Alabama. It's a friendly start to the season for LSU. You got Florida State, who I mean they're okay, but they've not they're not what they used to be. That game would be in the dome, just a quasi home game. You play Southern, no issues there. You play Mississippi State at home. That'll be a challenge, but at home you should probably be able to get by that. 
You play New Mexico at home, no challenge there. So if you play well in your first four, you'll be 4-0, and and then everybody's going to be riding high and feeling good. Then, of course, you get into the meat of it, Auburn, Tennessee, Florida, Ole Miss, Alabama, and so on and so on. But I think those first four are going to tell the tale. When we play Tennessee for the first time in a long time, long right? time, yeah, in Tiger Stadium. But the uh, first four, are, are to me, are, are scary because you get a federal university team that comes in, they have nothing to lose. And I, I just remember what was it, Troy? Twice. <laughs> that 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 hurt. And I, I, I think Southern can, can can be an issue. But when Mississippi State comes into Tiger Stadium and breaks the SEC of uh, uh, passing, running record, passing record, passing record, made our defensive coordinator look like a knucklehead. Did not make any halftime adjustments, and it, it, to me, it was an embarrassment to the program. That's why he's no longer there. But uh, I, 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 I was in shock that night. It can't be happening. That's not, not uh, a national championship team, you know. But it, it did happen. So never underestimate the opponent coming in, no matter what school they're playing. I think the starting quarterback is going to be Miles Brennan, as I do. I mean, he's got all the experience. And the, the transfer kid from Arizona State, Daniels, didn't look all that good in the spring game as a thrower. He's a good runner. Uh, then you, you got uh, Nussmeyer, but he's still just a freshman. Like, I, I think it's going to be Brennan all the way. Yeah, and, and, and again, he comes in with, uh, I guess, the crown, saying I'm the experienced person. The more uh, uh, polished. Uh, quarterback, uh, the, the most popular of all, you know, uh, and, and again, he got hurt, and he never really got to prove himself, and, and I, I think that uh, coming out the gate, if he plays well, he'll, his uh, development curve is going to be real, real steep, it'll be quick, it, it won't be long, because He's played before, and, and it's not like he's coming in as a, as a, a, a true freshman type of player. And look, in the, in the time that he's been on the field before the injury in the, well, the 2020 season, he had 11 touchdowns in three games at 1,100 yards passing. He was outstanding. In three games, it's Mississippi State, 345 yards, three touchdowns. Against Vanderbilt, 337 yards, four touchdowns. Against Missouri, 430 yards and four touchdowns. So he's proven capable of doing it. The health is an issue, though. He's never been healthy. Even dating back to the year that they won it all, 2019, LSU had a lot of big leads in some of those games, and a lot of folks were screaming, oh, but hey, why you, why you don't take Joe Burrow out of the game? A lot of folks didn't know that Miles Brennan was hurt that year, too. He was battling some back issues. He couldn't go into the game. So he's never been healthy. And that would be the big challenge is can he finally put it all together and stay healthy for the whole that That's going to be the issue. And if he can stay healthy, um, I'm, I'm not saying he's got a, a lot of uh, potential at the next level, but this is the year to, to maybe prove I can play in the NFL. Yeah, he's a, he's a six-year guy. This is his last go-around. This is his last shot at it. He loved LSU. He put his name in the portal, and Brian Kelly convinced him to take it out. This is where he wants to be. So it would certainly be a great story if he could have a great season. I, I think he sold his name out for one reason. And I think Coach Kelly said, you're the starter. 
you can lose the starting job, but you're the starter. And I think that's completely came out. Yeah, no doubt about that. So a little bit of some headlines before we catch our final break and then get you some betting picks and everything of the sort. Uh, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones is in a minor car accident earlier today. All reports are is that he is okay. It's been a bit of a rough offseason for Jerry Jones so far, but we certainly hope that the old man is okay. Then Jason Kidd, the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks, says after his team goes down 2-0 to the Phoenix Suns, that they cannot win the series with only Luka Doncic performing. Doncic has had two huge games, but he's had very little help around that. And then my 76ers are down 2-0 to Miami. And they're awaiting word on if Joel and B will come back later in the series. On B had a concussion and a fractured orbital bone, uh, not orbital, a fractured facial bone, a cheekbone. Uh, they're waiting word if he will be able to return later in the series without him. They don't have no balls chance, and you know what? Now they need to get the big fella back into the lineup. Yeah, if you got a fractured cheekbone, an orbital area, uh, that that the pain, and and then. Hampering your vision, just the hair that, that's got to fit your shot. Ben Simmons is undergoing back surgery on Thursday. He's going to be out three to four weeks. That whole thing is such a soap opera truck because he, he didn't play all year long. And then there were the reports of, okay, we're playing on Thursday, and this was on a Wednesday. And then we wake up on Thursday, and oh, no, he's out. He's got a back injury. And then the reports were, okay, but it's a one-day thing. So if we win game four, he'll play game five. And then now we're hearing that he needs surgery, like, I, and mental health is an issue for him. Right. I, I have no idea what's going on there. I don't know if we'll ever see him play again, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I say negative things, but the, the, the mental health question is, is a, a, a worldwide issue, but it's, it's a national issue. And I, I don't know what to say on that. I, I just wish him well. But it's... The physical part is almost like I don't want. I I even pulled the liners, the Pelican liners, off the air of Zion, you know, blocking shot, railing rims, blah blah blah. I, I took that off. Still, you can prove to me you can play ball for a, a certain period of time and not be hurt all the time. I'll keep you know. I'll keep you off, but. You'll, you'll be back on if you're playing ball. Did you see the, the gossip surrounding Zion? Is that he says, yeah, New Orleans offers me the maximum contract, I'll sign it, which would be five years, $210 million. Of course, you sign that, obviously. But New Orleans is reportedly not willing to give him that money because they're concerned where is he going to be five years from now. In terms of his health, in terms of his physical condition, they're, they're concerned that the foot injury may be more severe than what everyone's leading on. They're concerned that the fact that when you look at him on TV, it looks like he's gained 30 pounds in the last two months. They're not willing to make that big long-term investment. I would not make it. Neither me. Uh, you have not proved to me that you can withstand playing X number of games. And being a big guy, the joints can't take the, the, the pounding that these guys have to do. By the way, he plays. So, again, that's going to be uh, an issue. And I'm getting sick of the issue. And soon uh, I may just wash my hands for the whole deal. It's play-by-play here in KLEB. We'll be right back after this commercial break. When we get back, we'll give you some betting picks and we'll continue to set the stage for what's going to be a big day here in Coastal Broadcasting. We'll be right back after this. 
It looks like the last break they were able to hear us, so it's probably through the On the road today at El Paso Mexican Grill, 4560 Highway 1, Suite 3A in Raceland, Louisiana. If you want to visit El Paso, just give me the address or you can give them a buzz, 985-664-1411. Or visit www.elpasomxgrill.com. We're going to wrap up today's show giving you some betting pictures of things that we like. Today in the world of sports, let me pull up the old FanDuel app, and I'll give you three that I like today. There are no NBA playoff games today. That's why we were a little lighter on the NBA talk. There are no NBA playoff games on the schedule. So the first game that I like today is, how about the, uh, let's give you this one, the New York Mets. I like the Mets to cover the run line today against the Philadelphia Phillies, the the Mets are a better team than Philadelphia is. They have a better record there in the first place. The line is skewed towards Philadelphia today because Aaron Nola is on the bump, so the the folks are just thinking Nola's going to throw a big game. And I, I still think that that's going to be the case, but I think that the Mets will be able to stay within a run, and if they lose the game, they'll lose the game by just a run. So give me the Mets and the run line today. 
against the Philadelphia Phillies. How about the San Diego Padres? I like the Padres today with the money line. This means I'm taking the Padres to win today against the Miami Marlins. Padres are at home. That's a long trip for the Marlins. I'd be going from Miami to San Diego, maybe right. some heavy legs. I think the Padres will take care of business. Probably got a better club to begin with. And at home, we like San Diego. Now, on the opposite of that, I like a road team who's a long way away from home. I like Tampa Bay today, the Rays, to win over the Mariners. They got McClanahan throwing for Tampa today. He's been lights out. He's been exceptional. He's facing Robbie Ray for Seattle, who is, I believe, the reigning Cy Young winner in the American League, but he's not found the same form in Seattle. Tampa plays well on the road. They do all of the little things well. They always do. That's why they're in contention with such a small budget. I think that Tampa's going to go on the road and get the win. So those are our three today. In lieu of basketball, we gave you three baseball teams. Well, you've been uh, very good so far on, on all your uh, predictions. So far, so good. I, I, I went the other way on several of your picks, and uh, <laughs> bad is happy. I'm not. Yeah, but... Um, I've been enjoying FanDuel, and it's like I take two steps forward, one back, and one step forward, two back. So we, we've been uh, 60-40. Yeah, the 60, I have the 40. I <laughs> what the short is. But I, I'm having a blast with the different odds, the, 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 the options they give you. And, and I, I went crazy one night, and predicting a home run by Raphael Devers with the Red Sox and the Red Sox victory and the, the parlay uh, paid off out of the uh, 125 bucks or so for a $10 bet. Hey now, I hit, I hit, awesome, I hit but I also missed quite a few others, but, but it, it, it is fun and but you have to be responsible for, sure. you know, for, for betting and does become uh, an issue there is a helpline, but uh, uh, FanDuel is a great uh, great option to have. Yeah, no doubt about that. So, Shrug, very quickly, we've got about another three or four minutes here. What are some keys? I gave our keys for the game tonight, obviously, the Carpenters in the cages. I gave earlier in the week, I said, Stop the boost needs to get hits with runners in scoring position. I think their offense is so good, they'll have guys on base. It's a matter of if they get the clutch timing again. For the Gators, I think they've got to not strike out so much. They struck out more than once per inning in the regular season against South LaFouche. That can't happen. They've got to put the ball in play. And I also think that this could be a huge key, is when the Gators get two outs, they've got to get back into the dugout and start playing some offense again. In the regular season, the Tarpons beat them alive with two out rallies. But an, in- an inning that would start with just, you know, a walk with two outs, felt innocent enough, Tarpons just find a way to score two, three runs out of that inning. That can't happen for South Carolina. What's the key if you think you're for the series coming up? Don't swing for the pitches. If you, if you try too hard, obviously you're going to pop the ball up. And you're 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 not going to do your, your team any good, but I, I really think uh, smart base running, getting that extra base is going to be very very important. But making this, this you know, I want to be the hero of this game move on the bases is going to cost your team. But base running is going to be very very important. Small ball, pitching. I think if 
they can keep the ball in play, both defenses, I think, are, are, are going to respond. So, uh, pitching, it, it, if you walk people, you're, you're asking for trouble. And throwing strikes, throwing curveballs for, for, for strikes, or changeups, or whatever. Throwing strikes could be a big, big issue. You lose control. You lose control of the team. The Tarpons are going with you, Jeremy. We're awaiting word on South Terrebonne starter. Um, Jeremy's maybe not got the best stuff on the staff. Maybe that would go to Josh Pierce, but Jeremy's probably the steadiest guy on the staff. He's going to compete. He's going to give you everything he's got. And Coach Kietros always says that, that, hey, when these guys started from when they were seven, eight years old playing travel ball, on Sunday when the championship was on the line, it was always through Jeremy Pitch. Coach Dietrich is going to his most battle-tested big game arm in game one, trying to get the win. No, I, I, I think tonight's game, all games are important, but the winner of tonight's game, everybody gets that extra day of rest. I think coming back Saturday, you really have, a, to me, a big advantage with that day's rest. I know both teams are going to be rested, but knowing that you have one victory under your belt, all you have to do is keep one more victory out of two on Saturday. If if uh, if you throw everything you got tonight, then what do you have left for Saturday? You know, the pitch count is a big, big that's just going to have to be looked at. So, and, and you know, one of the things that I was actually talking with Coach Petros about this day is that because there's the day off, now if you get into the seventh inning and you're up by a run and Duke maybe runs out of pitching, you can maybe put Josh Pierce in to close out, knowing that he's got the day of rest and still start Saturday. The strategy will be a little bit different tonight because you got that 24-hour period where you're off the feet and then you're back at it. You may see some guys throwing in relief that you wouldn't have expected to see from. And if, you know, whichever team, if, if they happen to be ahead, by five or six runs going into the seventh inning, then you may see a pitching change and, and like you said, bring in one of your future starters to get those three outs and let's get out of here with a victory. But it, it, it remains to be seen. So I, I don't think it'll be a, a, a big... It, it, I think it'll be tight the first game because everybody's going to be really, really... I'll say nervous, oh, yeah. excited, yeah. you know, butterflies. We hope there's no turbines, but I, I, I really think it's going to be a tight game, the first game. I may be wrong, but Saturday is where the doors are blown off and, and people are playing for all the marbles. But tonight, I think I think you're, you're looking at a 5-6, a uh, maybe a 7-6, 7-5 type of victory. No book. We're going to wrap up right here. We want to thank our host, El Paso Mexican Grill. They've been so kind to us. Uh, come on out. $2 beer all day. Two for one margaritas all day. Cinco de Mayo. There's so much good stuff to eat on the menu. They'll be here throughout the day. Our time here is wrapping up as we've got to get ready for some high school baseball, which will start at 6 o'clock today. The Carpenters will be taking on the Gators in game one. For Truck Just Flair, this is Casey Just Flair. We'll be back the same time tomorrow from our studios. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. May God bless. We'll see you tonight at the ballpark.